Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today in the show, I have the owner, founder of Ishari Artist Management. Uh, she does a lot of great work for the creatives out here in Milwaukee. But I shall welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Good. How are you? How are you doing today? I am doing great. I've had an awesome day. A great day. Actually. What did you do? Um, I talked to uh, some people uh, for a black winery festival okay. um, with the hopes of getting some artists on there next year um, and I just hung out with my beautiful wife. Oh, the beautiful wife which uh, is uh, in the room, in the building. <laughs> She's in the house. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, that's awesome and you brought some goodies here. Thank you. For bringing the Arbor Mist Arborita Strawberry Margarita. That's a lot of Vitas. Margaritas. Um, hell yeah. Well, thank you so much for You're welcome. I'm just drinking water and V8. No, oh, man, that's. The sound of a freshly opened drink. I know. Ooh. Very uh, soothing, you know? There's a, <laughs> there's a certain tranquility that comes with a pouring glass of wine, so. Um, so, uh, oh, I'll cheer you there. Mmm. <laughs> oh my god. That is fucking great. Man, I'm gonna... I'm gonna keep this around. Okay, good. Um, so, uh, anyway, so what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we examine love and fear uh, through our creative and passionate minds, why we do what we do, um, the driving forces behind who we are, and, um... We had a wonderful uh, little coffee date. We didn't actually drink any coffee. coffee. <laughs> we just sat in Fuel Cafe and just talked about what we do and whatnot. So, um, but I've, uh, but I owe you um, a, a huge uh, credit for um, helping me brand myself better uh, with this show because it was valuable uh, insight that you provided to uh, you know just. Uh, cleaning up my social media presence a little bit. I uh, started actually, fun fact, doing the uh, the uh, Instagram videos, the Nice Guy podcast uh, videos of my the clips of my episodes because you suggested I started doing that. And um, yeah, I, I like the way it it looks, and I, I just kind of like the way it um, just gives a uh, just a preview of of the show, um, of the episode, of the guest. Um, and uh, yeah, and also I started posting stories a lot more too, which it's, these are simple things, simple things, but it's part of, you know, developing that like brand that gets people to actually notice because I may not look at stories. I may not watch the Insta videos that much, but a lot of people do. Yeah. Some people spend a lot of their time. Some people don't even go to like actual Instagram pages. They just watch stories. Yeah, that is true. And fucking story. Everyone like everyone gets mad at me when I don't watch their stories. It's just kind of tedious. I don't know, but I, I, I get it. I think it's that a glimpse and a glimpse into the life of somebody other than yours. But that's mm -hmm. what that's what Snapchat was for. And no one uses Snapchat anymore. Because now it's every not our fault. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but it's because like 
Instagram and Facebook started adding more features yeah. and stuff, you know? Yeah. Staying ahead. Yeah, taking over from the little guy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, before we get into everything that you do, um, I want to, I guess, take it back and ask you um, how you, like, because I know you're a musician yourself. Yes, sir. Um, I want to know a little bit about your own artistic background, and here, I guess, like, how you sort of came into your own with your own, like, creative outlets, and I guess how it eventually led into, you know, where you are today. Well, like most people, um, I grew up in a family full of musicians. Uh, there is always, like, Marvin Gaye, Aretha Franklin, it was always music being played, Sugar Hill Gang, I mean... Uh, Classics. My uncles were hip-hop artists. One of my uncles is, uh, well, was Afro Sheik, he passed away, um, who eventually became a comedy supervisor here in Milwaukee. Oh. Um, and then I just started playing the drums and I always knew like I wanted to be in the background of music, but I didn't know like how far or where, but I didn't want to be on a front stage. So I write songs and then it's like, nobody would sing my song. So I was like, I'll sing my own songs. Mm -hmm. And then um, I guess I could say happenstance, I kind of do what I do, but um, released a Christmas album, a couple of singles. Okay. Um, sure. I'm, I'm going to be turning 40 next year. So mm. I'm going to uh, release the EP. Cool. Just, you know, Eyeshells Rhapsody. Oh, fun. Okay. I like that. Uh, so, yeah, I guess, like, um, so you, uh, despite you, like, primarily focusing professionally on, like, the management side of things, like, the business side of things and everything, you're still making music, like, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, I'm still creating. I'm, I um, actually just got back into producing. I mean, I produce, but I actually got back into it by doing, like, beat challenges on my Oh, Instagram. Cool. Wow. But you don't check out stories. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> otherwise I would know. <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, so, um, and you grew up in Milwaukee your whole life, yeah? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, how would you say, like, growing up in Milwaukee and, like, it's music scene, music lovers, like, how do you feel like the climate of Milwaukee and its culture has uh, c come a ways, uh, you know, from like when you were like my age, um, which I'm 23, um, how like from then to now, I guess, like how would you say it's changed in like the last 20 years maybe? Um, there are a lot more artists releasing a lot more music and videos. Mm -hmm. And there's just a lot of content. Were people like, uh, were people like enthusiastically like going out to local shows like they do now? There were a lot of shows. There was a lot of concerts. I mean, now it's not, I want to say with the internet and like the different uh, faucets of music, um, it's not as prevalent as it was. There were more live shows, mm -hmm. more live performances. Now it's just plug and play. Yes, right, right, yeah. Press a button. Yeah. <laughs> That's the show. <laughs> Just jump, drive in, and rap over your, or sing over your tracks. And yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, so um, so how did you start getting into, like, I know you said you like always kind of wanted to do more behind the scenes work. When did you really, really start uh, focusing on the management side of things, the business? Well, um, I went to school. Um, and at school they had a degree music administration and I was like well what is music administration and then I started to um, I, I was always intrigued on how a person could release the same Christmas album every year and then it was like well it makes sense because Christmas comes every year mm -hmm. and then it was like well let me do some more research and while doing research it was like there's money and releasing music yeah. and then the money in releasing music it was like whoa 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 wait a minute and then I started like just thinking about every movie I ever seen or documentary or interview and I was like you know this is something I should be doing mm -hmm. so then I like I said I went to school got a degree in it and then just started paying attention to the industry mm -hmm. and then paying attention here and I was just like something's got to change yeah for sure so what like what kind of classes do you take under like a music administration degree uh, you have business law um, world music of course music classes theory yeah. um, you have interpersonal communications uh, a lot of communications journalism um, public relations it's like a wide spectrum mm -hmm. just to get you like your feet wet I yeah. guess. and where'd you go Marion it's Marion University now but it was Marion College of Fond du Lac when I went oh sure okay ages ago yeah <laughs> uh, eons <laughs> yeah for sure um, cool uh, when you so after you uh, got your degree in that um, yeah I guess like how did you get started um I actually tested out my theory on myself and so that's why I said I released the Christmas album oh, sure, and yeah. it actually did pretty good and then um, I just started reading started reading more and then uh, a thought popped into my head like oh, I could be an entertainment lawyer and then I just put that on the back shelf and then it was just like just reading and paying attention to like news like music news and then I just started doing it mm -hmm. and then when I was like if I could do it for me I mean you know I'm doing it for myself so it's like uh, maybe it's just easy because it's me yeah and then um, I found the artist that'll let me try out my theory on them awesome and who are they now who are you managing right now um Jay Carr shout out Jay Carr <laughs> and uh, Simeon TV shout out Simeon TV awesome um, yeah I would um, so how, like, yeah, I guess, um, what do you have to say about your artists and how, like, how they're coming along with their own, um, sort of quests for, like, uh, making this into a lifestyle for themselves? Um, well, J. Carl originally was going to be a mixtape artist. And I was, like, given what I know with music, and I'm like, well... If there's nine people ahead of you that look like you, make the same kind of music like you, sound like you, what's going to be that thing that sets you apart? He couldn't answer that. And so I was like, what if we just release a couple of singles and then release the EP, help you get some fans, help you, you know, get some shows under your belt. 
And at first he was a little hesitant because, you know, we're in the internet age and everybody is releasing music and videos. And then he was like, oh, okay, let's try it. And then we tried it and it worked. And then I met Simeon and, you know, he's uh, he was already doing podcasts and vlogs and I just was like, well, why don't you combine that? I said to him, like, visuals is the way to go now, thanks to the internet. Right, yeah. And everybody has a phone. So it's like just being visual, you already visual, just put your music with that and then it'll be great. Right, yeah. We, it's very... Um multi-sensory uh, these days that's why yeah. I you know uh, talk all the, I talk all the time about how I film the show because it's not enough these days to keep somebody engaged just by having something in the background to listen to right right um, I mean yeah if like you're listening with intent sure like you might be like you might happen to really be into the guest or you might be into the topic what it whatever but to really, like, I guess, make something uh, engaging in a way that you have to pay attention to it, that you're not just sort of drifting off with it and having it, you know, go through one it one ear and out the other, right. is to have something, a component that you can watch, you know, a visual. Yeah. Um, doing so, um, at least me personally, like, think that, uh, you know, it's it gives a lot more context to the conversation. It gives a lot more uh, personability to yeah. to your subjects. Like, oh, I can see this person. I see what they're wearing. I see, like, you know, what they're like. I can see how they're like conducting themselves, their posture, like their mannerisms. Yeah, like, it like allows you to be human. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Like. Um, in this age, it's like you can't just have one avenue of, like, this is how I'm presenting my my product, and I just I'm gonna expect <laughs> I'm gonna expect people to listen to it, you yeah. know, or I'm gonna expect people to, you know, notice me. Yeah. You it just doesn't work that way anymore. You yeah. have to have like you know you you need a brand, something that people are gonna something see. Something that's gonna be like oh that is that artist or that individual mm -hmm. totally my green hair yep right right <laughs> that's the ashari brand right there we're talking that is me yes yeah yeah that is you um so um yeah so like um so i imagine like that made like someone like jay car um made him like uh gave him sort of that idea to release like an album as opposed to just a mixtape. Yeah, so like we started with we started with a single and then with that single I was like, hey, why don't you go to open mics? And then I don't know why artists have this thing with like open mics. But maybe if they knew what I knew they would probably go to open mics. But we started at open mics and um that just because he hasn't he hadn't performed before. So we go to open mics, there's a crowd, there's a stage, there's mics, there's lights. And you build up your stage presence. Yeah. Most artists don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. it definitely it definitely helped him. Like he went from like holding the mic like this and like not opening his eyes to like holding it properly and like engaging with the yeah. audience and like making eye contact yeah. with the guests and and yeah, making knowing it, how to feel like a stage, like make it feel like yeah. an actual show rather than just 
and then noticing the people not rocking with you and then you're yelling at them for not rocking oh. with you. Oh, you just get comfortable on stage. If that's where you want to be, you have to be comfortable. The more you can turn the the stage into an interaction, yeah. the more people are going to like you and remember you. Um, you know, like, if it's simply you, like you said, somebody that's holding the mic up to their mouth, not making eye contact with anyone, looking at the ground, um, walking just like back and forth on the stage. It looks like a talent show. Yeah. You know? You're not, you're not engaged. You're not making me feel like, oh, I should be excited. Like, I belong here. Yeah. This yeah. is what I came here to see. This now is what I'm looking I... at my phone like, man, I could have just wait somewhere else. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I think, and going on the open mic part, I think that people might feel a little, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a, I think I think it might have to do with that. It just sort of gives like the 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 opportunity to anybody rather than like somebody who's like already an established artist. Like somebody can you know be performing for the first time, not know anything, not know a thing about you know what goes into a good performance, and not know like how their they how their stage presence looks or anything like that, and. You know, I think that turns people off because it's like, oh, well, I think that like, the open mic is just kind of for, like, beginners or it's for people that, you know, aren't really taking this, like, seriously like a career kind of thing. But not necessarily. I mean, you can have very established people that perform yeah, at the like, open mic. There was some very established people performing at the Miramar open mic. That's where we would normally go. And they were established and... And this is, yeah. They were touring the world and they were still playing at an open mic, testing yeah. out new songs. Just All right. This is just them having fun, yeah. if anything, you know? And, yeah. and you got to do that, you know? You can, you need to have fun and just sort of not, there's going to be shows where you might not take it to the same caliber as you would, right. like, at a, you know, sold out venue show or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. So don't sleep on open mics. Yeah. Yeah. The, the up and under open mic has been going on for like 30, well, yeah, like almost 30 years yeah. now. Holy shit. And they got a nice, it's a nice place. Mm -hmm. If you're an artist and you want to test out new music, go to an open mic. Yeah. Modern and nights then are... find me and I can show you how to collect your performance. And then Aishel's going to manage you and here we go. We all win. So, <sighs> <laughs> so and that's something that even from... It's like, I may not make music, but you still helped me a lot because you, you know, you kind of, I don't know, it's, it's things that seem very simple, but we can easily overlook it. You know, like the fact that, you know, people like to watch videos. They like to get, like, teases, yeah. you know, whether it's of a news story. Of, that's why people like trailers, like movie that's trailers. That's why they like commercials. Commercials, right. Like, teasers are a, like are a really big part about marketing yourself because yeah. what does someone have to look forward to if you're giving them the whole everything thing right away see? yeah you get it that's what i say yeah. all the time yeah i'm like and sure like i can say i can put in the bio like in the the, the description i can say what i talked about in this episode and i could think okay yeah like i feel like i summed everything up pretty well but if it's just like a, a, a picture 
like a, a a snapshot of the of like me and my guest out here with nothing to like you know nothing stimulating beyond that where it's like yeah. you know there's no audio no video or anything it's just a just a picture then you know it that does the boop right scroll. yeah then it's like that doesn't really entice anything yeah. um so i've been noticing and this is this is what's, what's really cool is i've been noticing that um since i started doing the videos like depending on the clip that i choose to post as part of the episode there will be uh, people that watch it and comment and are like, "Wow, that's so true!" Or like, based on like yeah. what the what you're what, interacting, right? They're well. like, they're like, "Oh my!" Or like, "Oh, that's so funny!" Or like, or they'll think that if it's like a humorous little bit of the episode, then they'll like, you know, they'll think it's funny. And it's like you can't do that if it's just a picture. So like, <laughs> so that is. And I've, I've, no, I've noticed a huge difference, so um, thank you for enlightening me on this. It's Just the obvious. Branding 101. No one really pays attention to it. Mm. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I guess like, uh, so when did you start Ishari Artist Management? Um, unofficially, I started like mm, 2012. I say unofficially because I didn't like file papers or anything mm -hmm. like that. or articles of incorporation anything like that and then like once once it like actually started like taking off with jcar then i was like okay this is something that i can really do and it's called ishray artist management because i think of management in the most basic sense like if you're an artist and i can get you to show up to the studio on time that's management. Mm -hmm. If I can get you to fill out a split sheet when you're recording with a featured artist, that to me is management. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was the most basic sense of management. And then I went through a little thing with management, so I just called myself a music administrator. Oh yeah, right, right. And um, it's been going great. Good, good, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad it's going good for you. Like, <laughs> um, I'm glad that you just genuinely love the work you do. I do. What do you feel like you're continuing to learn? Um, I am continuing to learn that the internet can be a blessing or a curse. Oh, yes. Or both. Oh, yeah. Right? Because <laughs> the internet, artists see like uh, any celebrity like in a studio tonight and then in the morning their album comes out and so now it's like I'm gonna go to the studio and I'm gonna drop an album tomorrow and it's like you do know that they have a whole team of people that like that's part of the marketing thing that we were talking yeah, about right. there's a whole team of people that made sure that on this day when this artist said that they're gonna release their album it was already registered certified taken care of so I try to tell artists that and they're like, nah, cause you know, this artist dropped last night and they was on Instagram or they was on lives talking about they were, they were in the studio, right, I watched yeah. them. They, then they dropped it and I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that doesn't affect anything I've said. <laughs> okay. And then they're like, man, this person just made all this amount of money and I'm like, yeah, that's because that team that they got. Right, yeah. So I encourage people to have a team. Yep. yep. Because most people are like, oh, I'm just going to, like, that's why I was saying, like, there's so much content, but there's no direction 
with mm -hmm. the content. Yeah. It's like, oh, this person dropped a video, I'm going to drop a video. Right. And yeah. then I'm going to tag everybody I know in the video. No, hi, how are yeah, you? My I, name I, is... I hate that so much. <laughs> I'm not going to name out people, but there's some artists that tag me in all their videos see, and shit. You know the pains of, yeah. check out my new whatever. Not a hi. I never spoke to you before ever. Right, and like, it's just, I'm not, if unless like I'm having a personal exchange with you. Yeah. For example, sitting at a table drinking with a camera in our face. Then I'm not going to be as inclined to check out your music yeah. because I want it like I want you, and I mean, I've had to learn this the hard way too. You know, like comes with like branding yourself or anything. It's like people want things to be genuine. You yeah. know, and it, it, that's what it should be. Like if you're just you know tagging people as a way to deliberately get them to notice you, then what audience are you really building? Yeah, like, but that's the thing. Like most artists. Like that's why I said with all the content, like most artists have no direction on which they, they don't know their artists. They don't know what they're doing actually. Right. They're just doing it because everyone around them is doing mm -hmm. it. And that's sort of their, um, and it's like, that can easily be read as like some kind of like uh, a level of insecurity pretty much. Cause it's like, you know, if you don't know yourself and your process, or your audience, right. then you won't, then you're instantly going to look at what other people are doing and say, oh, I need to get on that level. Oh, I could do that. Well, you are, you you rapping? I'm a rap too. You drop the mixtape? I'm a drop a mixtape. Right, yeah, it, it blurs the, the sense of self, definitely. Yeah. Um, kind of reminds me of when I was in college and I used to like Snapchat everybody in my contacts, like, Oh, we're having this party tonight. Like, let's, like, everyone make it out tonight. And I'm sending it to people that don't go out, don't party, See, don't those, care. Those are things that you should know. Yeah, right. Like, you, if you're if you're a hip hop artist, why are you tagging people that number one don't listen to hip hop music, right. or number two don't even like you? Right, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like you, you're just. If anything, you're reminding them. Oh, I'm still friends with this person. Yeah. I'm gonna delete them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, you know, real talk though, because I, you know, I, I fuck with like a lot of artist music out here and I, you know, I, I know that there's some real good hearted artists out here yeah, and Milwaukee I, Milwaukee has so many of them, too, too many, too many to tap into, but I still like, but that doesn't, just because like, I fuck with you doesn't mean I'm a, I want to be tagged in every move you make or cuz that's just, that's not what your friends or your audience is there for. They're not there to notice you. They're there to appreciate what you're doing for them. Right. You know? And when you're like, you know, when you're just sort of like, you know, putting when you're putting this image of yourself that like, oh, I'm making moves, look at me, you know, I'm doing this, like, and you, you know, try to like force it into people's minds, then it's kind of like a, the, the reflex of that is going to be people say, yeah, nah, I don't, good. I'm good, you know, like, I don't fuck with you doing that. Yeah. And like, so on this note, um, while we're talking about this, <laughs> I want to know from your, from your experience, Tell me like, about marketing done wrong. Because well, I guess branding. Well, okay. 
So yeah. I think, like we said, tagging people and right, yeah. things. I yeah. think like the preemptive example. <laughs> tagging people and things. Um, not even introducing yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you're an artist. Hi, artist. Hi, artist. And you have music available on streaming sites. Please do not put, I do not own the rights to this music. Use your own music. Then. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't even know people did that. What? Yes, really? people do that all the time. And I just look and I say, wait, but they have music streaming. Why wouldn't you? Oh, in case you didn't know, Facebook is monetized. But, uh, yep. <laughs> yes, it is. So it's like... There's so many, uh, all of the social medias are, are monetized. So it's mm -hmm. like, that's why I said like, artists aren't aware of the opportunities. Everybody wants to make money, but they aren't aware of the opportunities to make long-term money. It's like, I can sell this to you right now and get the right now money, but mm -hmm. other artists that are knowledgeable will be like, okay, I can sell that to you right now, but I can, put videos and snippets and send you over to my YouTube. Now I'm getting mm -hmm. YouTube money. And I go on live on Facebook and use my music, now I'm getting Facebook money. Yeah. But yeah. that's the money that like most people aren't even, they're not aware of mm -hmm. and they don't even know how to get it. Yeah, right. Like over overcoming sort of that immediate satisfaction. That's what it is, instant yeah. satisfaction. Which our generation, is it, it gets more and more impatient as time, like as it goes on. Have you noticed how? Like I'm sure you have noticing how much people drop singles and very short projects these days. I I was saying like like that's why I was saying with the internet. It's like before it's like okay I can get an album or I can get an EP or a cassette and then it'd be like a minute like so I have enough time to sit and like learn the album and get it and then but now it's just like monday tuesday mm. wednesday friday i got a whole five then it's like sunday i gotta catch up with the other ones that you just released right 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 not having photos like professional photos mm -hmm. like i i even suggested to someone i'm like you know iphones iphones take great photos this this handy little thing. Yes, yes. iPhones take great photos. They do. Photos. They do. Yes. And then they have this thing on there called Studio, so you can actually get a good quality. I mean, photo yeah. on there. However, most artists just send you like I'm like, hey, so I do a monthly a bi monthly concert series, mm -hmm. um, where I have artists come and perform, you know, live music or the live band, and I'm like, hey, send me a photo of it. And some people just go through their phone and send whatever photo they have. And it's like, that's cool if it's all yeah. you got. Right. But we're in an age where you have a photo booth. Literally a device <laughs> that has better photographic standards than a lot of great cameras did yeah. 10 years ago. This thing, you can be a professional photographer yeah. with. If you really knew how to use it. A lot of us don't. But, I mean, just take portrait mode, for example. Yeah. Okay, shout out the iPhone portrait mode, because that shit is so, like, awesome. Like, I, I love, you know, just how you don't need to have, like, um, 
you know, cutting edge, state-of-the-art equipment in order to be talented. And that goes for, you know, that goes for any medium, really. Like, you know, you can, like, you can, like, this is this movie, um, Tangerine. It's a movie that's out on Hulu right now. Um, it's about um, transgender, like, sex workers. Uh, great movie, but that movie was shot in... On an iPhone. It was shot entirely on an iPhone. On an iPhone. That is, you, you can know, you can make a movie off. Of I that I song. tell people like with GarageBand, you could like record a whole album yes. with GarageBand. Yeah. Yeah. But people look at me like, no, I gotta. Uh, if I really wanted to, I could shoot my show on this thing. <laughs> like I don't because that thing is is handy. But I mean, really, like you, it's just a matter of. If you're an artist and you're performing and you have an iPhone, hey. Tell somebody to record you. This thing has 4K. Yes. I know. Yeah, like that's just. It, you could be. A, you could have a really, really nice really camera. Good. And you could be a shit photographer. You could be a shit filmmaker. I could be a shit podcaster. But, I mean, who knows? It still could be, depending <laughs> on the day. But, point being that, you know, you can. You can. Like you have everything you need to be successful seriously. in your hand. Yes, you do. And that app that you uh, said that the app you uh, showed me, Canva. Yeah. Is how I what I use for all my stories now. I create a graphic that uses my my logo. Logo. And then I take a small uh, screenshot from the the video itself. And then I just like insert it in the corner of yeah. you see, yeah. And then I add and there's so many different texts that you can, you use, can use for the font. Um, and then I add the uh, I add the artist's name or whoever it is uh, with a different font each time. And there you go. That's that's my so, story. So see, it was, it's so simple. But right. that's what I like when I'm talking to artists. I'm like, you know, the things that I'm saying to you aren't like. They're not pricey. You don't, they're it, not it's pricey. Free. It's something yeah. that you already have access to or you can access for free. And mm -hmm. they're looking at me like, nah, you know, I... And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's another thing. Uh, on the topic of apps, there's an app for literally everything. You can... Most of the things that you think like you think would be cool to have an app for, there already is an app for. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's as simple as that, you know, like even just, there, there's just so many innovative ways that you can help with that are tools you can be utilizing for your brand yeah, and to, they're free to build it, to build it up. And it's free. And that's what, that's what I'm just saying. Like if you're going live, make sure somewhere in your life, you have your brand, yes. your music. It's mm -hmm. all you that's going to be memorable. Right. When you think about a McDonald's commercial, you'll see the arches, you'll see a Happy Meal, you'll see something, the the uniform. The Hamburglar. You're going to see <laughs> yeah, something yeah. that's like Starbucks. Anything, if you right. think about any brand, you're going to see it, and it's going to make you like, man, that was... Why do you think we liked things so much when we were kids watching Nickelodeon? Because all those commercials made everything look so fucking enticing. Right. All the, the breakfast cereals, oh. the toys, the fucking Six Flags trips. Right. You don't even like roller coasters, but you're like, I gotta go to Great America. Right. Yeah. Like, it's it's all about that that presentation. Um, yeah. It's, and, and and because now we have like 
many movie theaters in our hand, it's like, why not do it? Why not give people glimpses into your life? Don't underestimate this thing. And also don't use it for the wrong reasons. Right. I don't want to see no snap stories of you cooking in the stew, big things coming. Fuck that shit. I don't want to see that phrase in my network. I don't want to, I don't want to see it either because I, I feel like every, everything you do can be monetized. Yes. Everybody want to make some, make money, but nobody wants to make the real money. Mm-hmm. The real money is in like royalties, ownership, publishing, copyright. Yeah, right. That's exactly. where all the real money is. So, like, I suggested um, with mixtape. I feel like mixtapes are free. So it's like people go in there and they do their best work and give it away for free. Yeah, right. And then they're like five, seven mixtapes in, and it's like they have really nothing else to give us because mm-hmm. they already gave us their best work. Yeah, for yeah, free. That's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're gonna give away something for free, give me a T-shirt okay. that I could wear around or a hat or something. Yeah. And then it's like you're uh, unofficially my brand ambassador because yeah, right. When people see you, like, hey, where'd you get that from? How can I get one? Yeah. Right. Branding. Yes. It's so simple. Like, you know, people, people that probably do branding for a living. I just know ways to connect with other humans. And, and it's so, also so easy to do in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, particularly, just like we did. I can meet you in person or I can meet you over social media. It doesn't matter. If I connect with you in some way, yeah. get your number down. You know, uh, shoot you a Facebook message. Hey, let's meet here at this time. You know, Milwaukee's not, it's, I mean, it's, yes, it's a metropolitan area, but it's not that big of a city. Yeah. Chances are where I'm meeting you, you can get to in 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. And I can, and we can meet at Fuel Cafe like we did. Yeah. And just talk and chat for an hour, hour and a half, no matter whatever it is. And there we go. We made a connection. Yep. It's so, so easy. So this, now when I say, hey, could you check out my music? You're like, you know what? I'll give you a listen. Right. You know, ask to, like, ask people, like, I mean, yes, by all means, post your music on your channel. You know, like, let yeah. people know that it is there. But if you really want that person to listen to your music, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Who are you? What do you how was do? Your, you can even say, how was your day? It's a, it's that simple. That simple. That's simple. How was your day? You already opened them up and now it's like, well, do you mind checking out my song? Right. Yes. It's just about that, that personability. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I, I see this, this stuff I see sometimes that artists will post that are just like, <laughs> what are you even talking about? Like, Acting, like, talking about, like, like, man, like, I'm the shit, I'm the big dog, like, you know, I'm, like, people got nothing on me. It's like, dude, who, like, who really even knows who you are? <laughs> you know, like, it's just... I, I, I sit down, or I meet with a lot of artists, and because, like, my thing now is music administration, because I realized that, um, Wisconsin made $1.1 billion last year. 
with the music. There's 11,000 artists here in the state of Wisconsin that signed up with the performance rights organization, mm -hmm. right? But only a thousand of those people got royalties for their music. Wow. 1.5 billion? No, 1.1 billion. And only a thousand artists. And we know like more than 10 artists mm -hmm. on our, like together. Right. We, yeah, that's, that's crazy. So it's like all this money is out here, but no one's. No one's claiming it. Claiming it. Right. We know artists that's performing like everywhere that's touring and it's like money on the table. Right. It's like you you're idealizing it so much, but you're not doing taking the yeah. proper steps to ensure that you get a financial return on your music mm -hmm. investment. And that's important. That's just like you wouldn't go to work and work forty hours and then say, Here's a like. Yep. I'll <laughs> yeah. share your information with my fellow co-worker over here who's looking for somebody to work, you wouldn't do that. You would be upset, ready to turn over tables, but mm -hmm. we do it, or not we. Musicians do that every day. Yeah, totally. Like, even just adding like a simple, like uh, sponsors are really big too, and sponsors go a long way. There's local businesses you yeah. can be partnering and, and with. And this is what I say, like, okay, if you want to give away a free song, there's so many CBD uh, yeah. dispensaries here. No. Make a song about a CBD dispensary. Go to the CBD dispensary and say, hey, I got this song for you. You can use it in your advertisement. Something. There's so many Wisconsin-based restaurants, breweries. It's like an unlimited supply of opportunities. And we... We live in a capitalist society, as much as it sucks most of the time, but, you know, we have to, if, if we hope to succeed in the, yeah. in the entertainment industry, no matter what facet it's from, you know, like, we have to think about how you are going to, you yeah, know, like, how you're going to eat. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's one of my things that, like, got me more deeper into the the music administrator so i call myself a music administrator because i make sure anyone that i work with that their songs are registered with a performance arts uh performance rights organization i make sure that it's certified it's ran through all the proper channels because it's one thing to have your song playing on a radio and you're like okay yeah cool that's cool but it's another thing if it's being collected like the royalties are being collected from it being played on the radio mm -hmm. that's two separate things it's like yeah i'm excited my friends heard me on the radio and it's like yeah i can go over here and look at and say okay i'm getting what i'm due from mm -hmm. that yeah I, I put sponsorship ads on my uh on my podcast on the anchor app which is just basically uh it's just a, a place on it's an app that um, allows you to like post your podcast, but it also posts it to other podcast apps. So it's on Apple Podcasts because yeah. it's on Anchor. I put sponsorship ads on there. Uh, I've made a grand total of five dollars and fifty-eight cents so far. Uh, but, but guess what? <laughs> Look at how many other people are doing podcasts and don't even know that they can do that right. to get five. Oh yeah, exactly. And like, and to think about it, like with the 
like the, I, I look I look at the plays of how many of like the episodes. I look at how many people are actually listening on the apps and everything. You know, for a while it was very minimal, and that's fine. You know, I don't I don't expect anything. Yeah. But keep it going. I mean, sure, like that five dollars and fifty eight cents. It's I mean, yeah, it's it's small, but. It's, it's, Think about where that could go right. if I keep racking up the, the episodes and keep the consistency, the branding, keeping the everything. branding going. That will, in time, like that yeah. can add up to something that, you know, it's something that can at least contribute to the to a lucrative um, success in the, the industry. So yeah. it's, it's a lot of it is a lot easier than it seems, but you just have to compartmentalize it and yeah. that's what helping having a team helps with. Yeah, and that's why I, I like, I'll see artists performing, like there were so many artists that performed at Summerfest and I wrote on my Facebook that it's like, make sure you go um, to your PRO, Performance Rights Organization, and register your performance with whichever one you are. And people are like, what is that? Mm -hmm. I'm like. That's right. that eleven thousand yeah. registered, but only a thousand getting money. It's like that's how you get your money. Yeah, right. We gotta eat. We all gotta eat. So, uh, yeah. Um, what are some of your events coming up? Because I know you said you got a. Uh, yeah, well, I do. Um, I have a show coming on August the twenty-first mm -hmm. at the Cactus Club. Um, you love doing that one. Huh? I do. Yeah. I don't. They treat. They're good to you. They're good to. They are so. They're great. great. Yeah. And Shout I out only Kelsey Kaufman. To, Kelsey, you are the best. Yeah. I only wanted to do one of them. Yeah. But the first one I did turned out so great, and everybody's like, "When is the next one? I want to be a part of it." And I was just like, "Oh, I didn't have one." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I got a next one, and so I have. Um, one on the 21st, I have one on the 23rd, and then I'm ending the year on December the 19th with another one. So I have um, those, and I'm working on some things to um, help Wisconsin artists get royalties or get money. To get money that for what is, you do. I hope I hope these Wisconsin artists are listening to that because we that that is the driving. That force. is why people. Do meet well they say they do music and then I sit down and talk with them and I'm like yeah I can show you like whenever you're putting out music there's like seven eight steps that you should do before you actually go to the studio because there's, there's things that you should do at the studio oh, yeah. also right. and so I'm trying to show them but that instant gratification is like oh I'll do that after right. I get I blow up or right. I, I'm famous and then it's like you want to go back to kindergarten? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't right. make sense for me. And then I like I don't say that to be like your is I say that to be like I'm just going to show you the proper steps because your counterparts that are doing it already know that before they go in there they're going to have all of this taken care of. The studio may be a creative space, but it's not a brainstorming space. Exactly. Um you can't just go to the studio and expect you're going to have a whole project out in a night. Yeah. You know, that was one of the things, like, when I was growing up, it was like, you wasn't going to the studio unless you were, like, ready. If like, you if, even if you think yeah. about, like, recording artists back in the days, like, they had full bands. So it wasn't, we going to come in here and we going to practice and then we're going to record. No, everyone showed up at the studio time and they had to know their parts because once they put that reel-to-reel -reel on there, 
you you have is right. press that button you have to go right you need something written something that's yeah you gotta i already have it yeah. practice now it's just like we in here all night on the hook right it. yeah <laughs> Seriously. we didn't even get to the verses yet yeah We're trying to get to the hook right and i don't know people are just in such rushes they want the quickest path but the quickest path is not the answer to the the longevity of your career right they want the quickest path they put it out there and then it's like no one likes it nobody y'all hating on me no one's hating on you you just don't love yourself enough yeah yeah so get the fuck out of here with that hater nonsense like, you just don't love yourself enough yeah to think long term right all right i shall man Great stuff about green. yeah that that green yes <laughs> um that's the brand um great conversations about branding about marketing about business music administration, music administration. you don't have it get mm -hmm. some <laughs> my information will be down below I, it will be right like right down there you like, see down like there. down there like below my shirt right all right it's gonna be in this area you can't see it uh so. I shall tell me what keeps you up at night. Um, artists not knowing the business. Oh, that is some love. That's some love right there. That is the love right there. You want to help. You know, you want... That's me. That is you. And, you know, that's... We need that. We need... It, it's, we need people that actually care. Yes, we do. So, shout out to you for just giving a lot of love to these <laughs> artists, you know. And... <laughs> You know, I, I'm, I'm a person, right? Uh, what puts you to sleep, though? Uh, knowing that I will be able to help those artists. Good. There you go. And on that note, thank you for being on the show. You're welcome. I had a wonderful time, and thank you again for the lovely alcohol. And <laughs> So, uh, yes, Ashari Artist Management. That will be in the link uh, below. Um, get in touch with her. Yes. She might know a thing or two that can help you. Yes. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Mr. Nice Guy.